Hi there, and welcome back to the Highly Unlikely Podcast. It has been a little while, and I have had a lot going on, and then we had the holidays, so it was time to just take a little break and regroup and get some time with my family and my kids, which we had a really quiet and peaceful holiday season, which was exactly what I needed. (laughs) So today we're going to be talking about how to make your goals stick. And there's not really a nice way to say this, but most of us are great at setting new goals, but we are terrible at sticking to them. And I just want to say this has absolutely nothing to do with who you are as a person. Like it's not some indicator that you're hopelessly flawed or unable to change. It has everything to do with our approach and the foundations for success that we already have in place to help us make lasting change in our lives while we're creating new habits. So today I want to give you three strategies that you can use to help make those new goals that you're setting stick and lead to lasting change. One of the main reasons that we struggle with making any new action into a habit is because we have trouble remembering it. We go through a lot of like all of our busy schedules and we have things that we just kind of do on autopilot. And so trying to think about how am I going to work at this new habit? Let's say if you want to start a workout routine or you want to start running every day, how am I going to squeeze running for an hour into an already busy schedule? Well, the secret is to add your new habit to an existing routine. We all have routines, whether we recognize them as routines or not. So for instance, when you come home from work at night, you might hang up your keys, pet your dog, put your bag away, fill up your water bottle, and then take the dog outside before you figure out what you want to do for dinner. Well, if you want to add a workout to your evening, you are trying to do that at a time of day when you're already tired. You're probably already suffering from decision fatigue and you've you know had just a crazy day you might come home stressed out you might just feel overwhelmed and then you might have kids that you've got to deal with and and that all you know totally usurps your line of thinking for several hours until they go to bed so you're trying to add in a new habit in the midst of a really busy time of day so trying to remember that habit at that period of time is setting yourself up for failure. But you don't have to set up this new routine all at once. You don't have to take this big action all at once. You can implement it in phases. So in phase one, you might, in your evening routine, hang up your keys, pet your dog, put your bag away, fill up your water bottle, and then change into your workout clothes before you take the dog out. And then when that becomes a habit, you'll enter phase two. So rather than just taking the dog out, you might add a 10-minute walk and your dog will thank you. And then in phase three, you can add a minute of running to your walk. And then you just build on that until you have a full workout or a full run as part of your daily routine. So implementing new habits in phases of small steps and working them into already existing routines makes them easier to integrate into your life. Small changes are easier to maintain and that leads to lasting change. 
And just as a little tip on how to remember that adding in that step or building on that new habit as you're phasing it in, use a post-it note, put it on the fridge, remind you to change into your workout clothes so that you can see a visual reminder each day of the new step you're putting into your existing routine. And this process can be applied to any new habit that you're trying to establish, whether that's journal writing or building relationships with your kids or your spouse, adding a meditation routine, writing a book, literally anything that you're working on, you need to be thinking, where does this fit into my day? What existing routine is this going to be going into and how can I phase it in in small steps so that it's not a big action? You're just adding a small action each time you're changing up that routine so that you're building on small steps and taking that progress forward towards a lasting change. The next thing I want to talk about is tracking. We all love instant gratification. I mean, we live in an instant gratification world. Our minds are literally wired to be reinforced by things that provide instant satisfying results, and we avoid things that provide instant negative results. I mean, just look at Pavlov's dog. (laughs) But unfortunately, this is counter to how we, we make change in our lives. Big change happens over time as we compound the small changes that we make. So how do we balance these two things? By tracking your habits. So it's really easy to get carried away with tracking because you do not need to track every single thing in your life. And it's actually counterproductive to try and do that. It takes too much time. It takes too much energy. Your focus goes from focusing on growth and moving forward to just trying to keep track of all the stuff that you're doing. So what you need to do is pick one or two goals, preferably goals that are not going to be showing immediate results like working out. Uh, So if you're anything like me, you're going to do sit-ups for three days and then start checking your abs, (laughs) trying to see if that six-pack is emerging, only to be disappointed that you have sore muscles and no results. But if you start actually tracking your sit-up habit, now you have a way to visually see the progress long before your body starts to reward you for that habit. And you can actually manually add a reward to your new habit before the mirror starts to reward you by doing your tracking. Let's say you're going to be doing sit-ups. Well, 30 consistent days of sit-ups might mean that you get to buy those new Lululemon leggings that you've been eyeing online, right? So you might not have six-pack abs yet after 30 days, but being able to see that you did those sit-ups for 30 consecutive days might lead to you deciding in advance, I'm going to reward myself every 30 days that I do sit-ups consistently each day. And tracking also helps when you're starting to feel discouraged because you're able to look back at the progress that you've made. So if your goal is that you want to write a book and you're really struggling with it and just feeling like you can't keep going, like it's just too much, it's just too long, there's just too much information that you want to cover, the story is just going on and you just don't know if you can see it through, if you look back at your tracker where you've recorded 
you know, how many words you wrote every day or how long you wrote for, you can see like all those days that you wrote 2,000 words every day. That's progress. And you can see how far you've come, which is motivating to help you keep going. Look at your goals that you're working on this year and pick one or two that you want to track so that you have you can set up a system to reward yourself or that you just want to be able to track the progress or use it as a way to motivate yourself and keep going because everybody knows that you feel super motivated when you start a goal but then continuing the goal that's where it gets rough and you might need some motivation just to see how far you've come give yourself a little pat on the back and that feels really good it feels really motivating and it can help you to be able to overcome obstacles and keep moving forward past the challenges the last strategy i want to talk about is your mindset your mindset is the number one reason you will either press forward or give up when you are faced with challenges. You need to ask yourself a question. Well, I'm going to ask you a question. You can think to yourself what the answer is. (laughs) Do you see challenges as an opportunity to grow and learn? Or do you see yourself as a victim that the universe is trying to destroy every time you attempt to make positive changes in your life? I'm going to tell you a little secret. Everyone faces resistance when they attempt to make positive changes in their life. Your mindset determines whether you problem solve those challenges and overcome obstacles or you give up because it felt too difficult. So here are some tools that you can use if you are one of the many, like I was, (laughs) that need to adjust your mindset. You can start by reading the book called Mindset by Carol Dweck and get started down this road to developing a growth mindset. This book changed the way that I view everything that I'm doing in my life. And it's also helped me with other people because I can now see that the reason why certain children of mine approach things the way that they do and why they struggle with some of the things they do because of their mindset. And it helps me to be able to approach them more effectively as their mother to help them work on those mindset issues so that they can have what they need to grow and learn and change as they are moving into adulthood. And this is the same work that you need to be doing for yourself. Another tool you can use is pattern interrupters like EFT or tapping to stop negative thoughts in their tracks. So a lot of our thought patterns, well, really all of our thought patterns are automatic and they're just like these narratives and they, you know, they don't just come from within you, right? They might be things that you heard your parents say when you were growing up or things that you learned in school or things that your friends said or if you had a really influential um, teacher or other adult in your life. It might even be from your partner, things that you picked up from your relationship with your partner. But if these narratives and these scripts that you have in your head are not productive and they do not align with 
the vision you have for your life or the mindset that you're trying to develop or the that new habits that you're trying to to develop in your life then you need to stop those thoughts from happening and a really effective way to do that is through tapping if there's all kinds of information out there on tapping i'm actually going to be doing a video on tapping coming up soon, but you can just get on YouTube and search for EFT or tapping and there's all kinds of information out there on tapping and how to use it for anxiety and as a pattern interrupter. Another thing you can do is change the narrative through positive affirmations like it is safe for me to make positive changes in my life or I am worthy of an abundant life. Or I have the power to affect real change in my own life by continuing to work even when it feels difficult. And better yet, you can change the narrative to incorporate who you want to be. So if your internal narrative says, I can't stop drinking soda because I just love it so much. That's that's my narrative <laughs> I always work on. Uh, you can change it to who you want to be, which is a non-soda drinker. So you can change the narrative to, I love soda, but I only drink water. So you're creating the narrative in your conscious mind, which translates into your unconscious behavior, the things that you naturally will do. You can change, I never lose weight because I always give up and go back to eating junk food, to, I use food as a tool, so I only put nutritious food in my body. You can change, I want to write a book, but it's just so much work, and I don't know if anybody will ever buy it, to I write every single day. Control the narrative, control the outcome. Another thing you can do is to create a vision board, and this is really easy. You know, get on Pinterest or just do a Google search for 10 to 12 pictures of things that represent the result of achieving your goals and then hang them up where you can see them every single day. This not only helps change your focus, but it keeps your mind on where you're heading. You can use a journal to get out all of your negative emotions and your worries, get them out of your head onto the paper. And you can actually look back on these writings and just see how far you've come and remember the journey that you've taken, which can be a powerful motivator to keep working and trying to affect change in your life. You can also use that journal to record all of the positive things in your life and start a practice of gratitude for the successes that you have each day. A practice of gratitude helps you consistently keep your mindset focused on growth by recognizing all the good things in your life. Your mindset is the most powerful tool in your arsenal if you ensure that it is focused on growth and learning, no matter what challenges you face. I believe in you. I know you can do this. So I want you to take these three strategies. I want you to implement them, figure out how they fit, how your goals fit into your life and the routines that you already have. Pick one or two goals that you can track and work on that mindset. You deserve an abundant life. And that's all I have for you today. Until next time, take care of yourself, be kind, and live your best life.